This is the Glasses by Day Geek by Night podcast. I'm Martin today, and I'm going to be giving you a comic to read before you die. So before we get into that, if you give me a comment, a like, a follow, if you've got something you want me to go over, if you've got a comic you want me to read, get in touch. Let's get this podcast out there. Recommend a friend. All the above. Right, so today's comic to read before you die is The Death of Superman. So The Death of Superman came out in 1993. So it's a pretty old comic book now. Over 30 years old and... It is probably, I remember reading it probably in my late teens and I thought it was a really good comic and it was just, it was something we hadn't seen before. I I, I get that Superman's taken beatings before but this is the one time that he couldn't win. So what I like about this story is, uh, especially doing some reading up on it, is that it was basically, the the actual storyline was supposed to be Superman and Lois got married. But because at the time when it came out, Lois and Clark, the new Adventures of Superman, was big, and they had a plan to you know get them married first to a certain extent, and they kind of wanted the stories to kind of cross over. So, just as a joke, Jerry Ordway, who pencil comics for DC Comics, um, he basically just pitched the idea of killing off Superman, and that's how the idea came into play. So. The idea is, you know, realistically, he was supposed to get married, but instead, nah, killed him off. And um, that's how the death of Superman came into being. I loved the opening pages of it. I loved just the the, the fists trying to punch through the metal and then punch through, all, all, through, all through the steel and then gradually getting the bone claw kind of things coming out and then him escaping completely. I kind of feel like just that over-looming, you know, spectre of danger coming out of it and I love that, you know what I mean, I love the idea of, you know he's there and no one knows he's there no one knows what's coming one thing this comic book actually shows is just how useless the Justice League of America are without Superman, I kind of feel like it's got one of my favourite characters in it, and that's Guy Gardner and it's while he's uh, he's got the yellow ring and he's just a douche in it, he's just a complete utter tool but he's so funny and he's just, <sighs> they all get their asses kicked. Even Superman when he turns off it doesn't fare too well, he, he thinks he's going to be sound, takes a hit and realises nah I can't, it's not going to be as easy as I thought. This book comes at a time when Superman publications were at their all-time low as well, so I kind of feel like this kind of needed to happen. It kind of needed to show how, you know, you know, how he wasn't a god, how he was, you know, there was a chance that he could be mortally wounded, there was a chance that, you know, he might not get out of the, the danger. I kind of feel like when you've been around as long as he had, bear in mind, he, what, he, what was he, 1938, 1939, one of those two, so he's been around for, what, 50, 60, years, 60 odd years by this point, I kind of feel like, you know, he hasn't had anything that's actually killed him off, he has, well, I think he has died a couple of times, but nothing on this scale, nothing nothing to a point where you think, oh, he's definitely not coming back, and one of the issues that I've got with this book, it's not the book in general, it's how quickly they brought him back, I kind of feel like, he had so many other characters, I think the issue that they had with this book is they hadn't brought in a character like Connor Kent before this. I kind of feel like if they brought him in like a year or two earlier, Connor would have been the obvious choice to be, you know, Superman's replacement. 
but instead they they bring in well, I'll talk about the the other comics at some point during the thing but basically they bring in four other characters to kind of take over from Superman and I'm not sure if they all just decided they weren't working so they thought oh you know what we'll bring him back but I, I get the plan was always to bring him back but I kind of feel like you had the chance to do it so much later on than that you 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 kind of feel like you missed a bit of the oh a bit of the beauty of someone actually dying kind of thing right the, this is the problem with comics people die far too easily and then get brought back far too easily that said I'm, i don't want to take away from the idea of the book being a really good book really well drawn and all that jazz so the death is the death of superman covers seven titles from superman the man of steel justice league of america superman the adventures of superman superman action comics and just it's just a really really good read and i kind of feel like it's definitely one of those ones that everyone every comic book fan should probably have read at some point especially if they've got any kind of you know interest in superman kind of thing i just love the way that justice league's just useless do you know what i mean and it it's always going to come down to you know superman and doomsday it does make me wonder where you know the rest of the big hitters are kind of thing because it's not like they don't know it's happening you know it's all over the news it's being covered live i kind of feel like where's wonder woman you know she, she would have been a big help during all this I kind of feel like she's like, oh, Superman's there. I'll leave him. Or did she think, oh, Superman's going to die. You know, I can be number one hero after that. I just kind of feel like, where are they? I love the fact that the Kents are watching on from the news and they're just like, you know, that they think he's going to be all right as well. Like he can't be killed and all this. And it's just like, it's such an uh, heart wrenching. Um, one thing that always gets me about this was because I kind of st- I kind of read this before I um, before I really got into Superman properly, and it's Lex Luthor with his um, you know technically Lex Luthor's son at this point with his big red hair and his red beard and he's having it away with the um, with Supergirl who has taken the form of a teenager and that's apparently okay for someone in there what looks like their 20s or their 30s to be going out with a teenager and kind of feel like maybe I've got a bit of a different idea of you know, like morality than some of the people that are writing these books but it was the 90s who knows um yeah I, I feel like the open the opening scenes for this are really good but the finishing scenes are just as good I, I love it's on page 138 and it's Superman giving his all, punching Doomsday while taking a hit at the same time, and he's basically saying, "Metropolis is where I hold the line." He won't let it get any further than that. And um, unfortunately, after that, the the artwork to me takes a little bit of a dive until the end, and until right at the end, kind of thing. I kind of feel like that issue that I've just talked about, the artwork was much better. And then it just took a little bit of a dive kind of thing. But the ending scenes where he kisses Lois goodbye and uh, he just flies off to fight Doomsday. It's just really, really good. And I know it's a little bit of a spoiler, but he does die. Um, <laughs> and then his fight outside the Daily Planet. It had to happen outside the Daily Planet. I kind of feel like, you know, otherwise it wouldn't. I think one of the best the best pages in the whole comic is where um, 
it's the final blow kind of thing, and uh, Lois and and Jimmy are there, Jimmy's just taking the picture, and in the lens of the picture, you can see Superman dead, Doomsday dead, and they've both fallen to the ground kind of thing, and it's just a great, great visual, and then after that, Mark Kent, Park Kent, you know, cuddling, basically, you know, their son's dead, they can actually see it on the news kind of thing. No, it's just a really, really good visual. Uh, I kind of feel like it's a bit, you know, a bit crap of Lois Lane at the end just to let him go kind of thing, but, you know, she was mourning at the time. Look, it's a great, great comic, and I kind of feel like it, at the beginning, it kind of, it's trying to demean how much Superman means to the world. Like, kids don't relate to him, kids don't do all this, and then... It just shows how much the world actually needed Superman at this very point. It's a great comic and well deserving to be a comic that you should read before you die. So I'm Matt and this has been the Glasses by Day Geek by Night podcast. Thanks for listening.